This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees podcast for Monday, May 10th. I hope everybody had a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. If you were watching the Yankees, you certainly enjoyed them go 7-2 and two on the just-completed homestand. Important series starting on Tuesday night when the Yankees take on the Rays. They've lost five out of the first six meetings with Tampa Bay this season, so a big series for certain as the Yankees have started to play better and now are looking to continue that push through May and get themselves uh, you know, back up to the top of the division. They haven't been there all year, uh, struggling to stay over 500, and we'll see uh, how they uh, do on this upcoming road trip. It starts with Tampa Bay. There's also series with Baltimore and Texas in there, uh, four-game series with Texas. So a 10-game road trip, and uh, I'll tell you a lot about where the Yankees are as they head towards really one of the first major markers of the season when you when you get past the it's early stage. Uh, as you head towards Memorial Day, that's when you are almost a you know, third of the way through the season, quarter, third of the way through the season, and you start to say, okay, where is this team right now? And... Uh, we're almost there. Uh, meanwhile, the minor league season has started. Uh, it began this past week, and um, it's really eye-opening and enlightening to look at what some of these prospects are doing right now because, remember, they missed all of last season. It was all complex activity, and uh, you know, even that, it wasn't even for everybody because of, of quarantine stuff. So uh, trying to figure out where these kids are in development was a bit of a challenge, and how they would perform once they came out of that and got back into real game competition for the first time in two years. That was going to be a little eye-opening as well. And it certainly was this past week as uh, we watched some of the box scores and see how players are performing in this opening week of games. Uh, Certainly a few Yankees prospects to keep an eye on at the lower levels. Anthony Volpe was the Yankees' number one draft pick in 2019. Uh, Got off to a good start for Class A Tampa. Another uh, draft pick from last year, from 2020, who didn't play at all anywhere, um, a third-round pick named Trevor Hover. He's a second baseman out of Arizona State. Man, did he have himself a week for Tampa. He went 10 for 18 and hit six home runs. At Hudson Valley, the Yankees' new high-A affiliate, Luis Medina, made two starts. Uh, he was actually in spring training with the Yankees, and... Uh, you know, you've got to look at his 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Well, he's not giving an A-ball very long if he keeps doing this. Uh, he made two starts this past week. Combined, he went nine innings. Five innings in one, four innings in the other. And combined, he struck out 15 batters in nine innings, only allowed two hits, four walks, and did not allow a run. So 22-year-old Luis Medina off to a really good start at the high-A level. Uh, Josh Bro was... Uh, 
was one of the Yankees' high picks a few years ago, second rounder in uh, 2018. He had a big day on Sunday. Uh, nice to see him off to a good start. He's one of the Yankees, part of the Yankees' organizational catching depth. But the guy I want to focus on is a guy who's a Double A right now, and that's Estevan Florial. Estevan Florial. Uh, is a name you've heard for several years now, probably about going back to about 2017 when he ranked really high in the Yankees' uh, um, farm system based off of Baseball America and the other publications that follow the minor leagues. He was 19 at the time. Um, well, for various reasons, Florial has stalled, um, mostly a lot of uh, weird injury stuff. He had uh, some, uh, some hand and wrist injuries that forced him to miss some time, and then coming back from that wasn't quite the same. Uh, obviously, missing all of last season certainly hurt. He did make his Major League debut because the Yankees were short on outfielders, and they had a limited pool of players to pick from at the alternate site, and he came up and, um, and played a game at the Major League level, but really not Major League ready. I mean, he really hasn't spent any time above A-ball. Uh, you know, just a couple of at-bats, really, playoff time, but if you look at his regular season record, it is all A-ball, uh, low A ball, uh, Gulf Coast League, Summer League, and one game with the New York Yankees. <laughs> so uh, here's a guy who has missed a lot of time, missed a lot of development time. So his first week at Double A, worth keeping an eye on. Well, what did he do at Somerset, the Yankees' new Double A affiliate? Well, he went seven for 18 this past week with, uh, sorry, seven for 22. Seven for 22 with four home runs um, and two in one game. Uh, batting out of the leadoff spot, uh, he's a guy that is a classic five-tool prospect. How that turns out, if and when he reaches the major leagues for an extended period of time, well, that remains to be seen. But this guy has the tools that jump off the chart, and and really anybody who watches him uh, sees the tools just blasting, and you dream of the potential. Well, here's where you really start dreaming of the potential when he starts double A and he starts out like this. So uh, in order to get a little bit more of a read on what Florial did this past week and how he's looked, I checked in with the Somerset Patriots manager in his first year at double A Somerset. It's Julio Mascara. And uh, I asked Julio really about the hot start that Florial is off to and what he has taken out of it. I mean, we always see Florial. He's he's an electric player, but right now he's he's in the zone. Right now he's swinging a really good pitches. I mean, he's when he get his pitch, he's doing a lot of damage, and it's something that that I'm really proud. And we as the coaches are really proud of what he's doing. His mindset is is locked in right now. I mean, he's so confident when he walks into the play. You can see a different Florial right now. Because when he goes to the plate, he's, just, he's got that confidence that he's going to have a great about. I, I, I don't think you have actually been at the same level as him for the last few years, but you've seen him. Have you ever seen what, what you're describing right now, the confidence he walks up to the plate? Have you seen that anywhere from him, or has anybody else talked to you about that? No, nobody has talked to me about it. I mean, I speak to Marcus Stims a lot about, about, about Florial, and he talked to me about it, and be honest to you, what I see right now from Florial is, is, is commitment. It is something that he's, he's driving. He's, he, he, he wants to strive to get better. 
and something that he's showing us to us. Even in batting practice, you see him working on different things. You know, right now he's swinging the bat really good. So MVP, a lot of times, you can try to hit home runs. He's not. He's working on things. He's trying to hit the ball the other way. He's trying to hit the ball to center field. He's trying to pull the ball. And, you know, he uses mix. When we throw batting practice to him, he mixes. He wants you to throw a fastball, breaking balls. It's almost like the game. And he tried to replicate game situation. And it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing and remarkable what he's doing. And, you know, we, I just ask him, what do you want? Because I've been throwing batting practice to him every day in my groups. And he basically said, mix it up. Mix it up, and he makes adjustments. And you know, it's from from a player like that to do those things. as a right now and feel that locked in on the player. I think that's it's really really amazing. And that's him just learning pitch recognition during batting practice too, right? You're not telling. Are you telling him what's coming? Nope, I'm not telling him. He said random. That's all he said to me. Mm. Random. I'm going to just go random, and I don't tell him what's coming. I can throw it. My left breaking ball is not that good, but I throw my left breaking ball. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I throw, and I throw these fastballs. And I, throw, I mean, I go up the ladder, down the ladder, in, out, breaking ball down in the dirt, breaking ball hanging. And he recognizes that he only swings the strikes, which is that's why he's having such a good time right now because he's recognizing pitches, he's seeing in batting practice and it's helping him when he goes through the game because he's practicing like game situations. How much do you think it helps that he's now, I mean, he's not 19 or 20 anymore, he's 23, so a little more physically mature, a little more mentally mature, and it seems that you know he's, he's had such a hard time staying healthy the last couple of years, just being able to go out there and, no pun intended, let it flow, right? Um, how much do you think he's enjoying that part of it? I think he's enjoying that very much. I can see it on his demeanor. I mean, he's having fun. He's smiling. Obviously, Flo is the quiet guy. He's a quiet person. But right now, he's out there smiling, having fun. And it's, it's like a different for real that I see right now. I mean, he's having fun. He's happy that he's healthy. And something that drives him is that he feels confidence. And it's something that I think that's the biggest part. He feels confident that he can do things the right way. And, you know, we always talk about it. The talent is there. I mean, the future and the ceiling is high. But right now, you know, we, Flo came to the organization as a young player. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of time, time to develop. Some guys can develop faster. You know, some guys will take a little bit longer. But when they reach that peak, and I think... Flow getting to right there right now, and I think it's coming. It, I can see it pretty good. It's coming, and he's he's making really good strides every single day. Fans have known his name for a long time, so when they see him off to a really good start at Double A, their natural inclination is going to see, okay, when does he move up? But um, and, and you might not have him long if he keeps hitting like this. But the important thing for him is to just kind of keep building confidence and getting reps because of all the time he's missed, right? Yes, and that's that's one of the biggest things, building confidence, being, you know, our job as a coach is to try, try to help the players develop the most. You know why? If he's here for another month, if he's here for the whole season, that's great. You know, it's whatever is best for Floreal, whatever he can be at his best. You know, and it's something that, you know, I'll always tell Flo, hey, you're only 45 minutes away from Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, only 45 minutes away from Yankee Stadium. So he look at it, and he always smile about it. I'm like, hey, you can go from here, you can go from the other place. But he's just having fun, and I try to keep it loose for him. And we as a coach just keep it loose, and he likes it. So it's, it's, it's something that it's good to see. There are always a handful of prospects that you get really excited about because you see potential. And Esteban Floreal is certainly one of them because of, as we talked about earlier, just the tools that jump out at you. This is a very important year for Floreal to just play. And as I mentioned with Julio, there are going to be a lot of uh, people asking about when he's going to be able to come up because they're going to see him putting up big numbers at double A. Important thing right now is to just keep getting at bats, keep getting at bats, and uh, and play the games. And at some point, you know, he could. He's 23 now. If he has a really good year at Double A, uh, and there are needs for the Yankees at some point later in the season, it's not impossible for him to make that jump. But ideally, I think you'd love to see him make the normal progressions this year and kind of be full boat ready to go next year and be able to contribute next year for the Yankees. Uh, and we'll see, um, you know, and at that point, it's still only be 24. So uh, he's still a young man. He lost a lot of development time. Uh, this is going to be exciting. And if you listen to post games on the Yankees radio network, you know that uh, every night I like to highlight a few of the Yankees prospects and see what they're doing at the minor league level. And certainly Florial has caught my eye and a lot of other people's as we begin uh, this minor league season just this past week. So uh, pay attention to a lot of these guys. I know I will. And it's exciting to see Esteban Florial uh, doing well at the beginning and um, and hopefully off to a good uh, good season this year at Double A Somerset. My thanks to Julio Mascara, Somerset Patriots manager, for taking some time and uh, giving us a little insight into what he sees with Esteban Florial. Want to remind you that you can subscribe to WFAN's Baseball Insiders, and uh, you will get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered to you twice a week. And uh, we will, from time to time, check in at the minor league level as well and uh, highlight some of the goings on there just like we did here. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, I'm Sweeney Murdy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.